Hey everyone, this is our Midweek Leadership Podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. We all want uh, in different ways to be better leaders. Uh, Some of us might think we're not leaders at all, uh, which is false for a lot of different reasons. Um, And I can't go into all of those different reasons, whether it's low self-esteem or a weird assumption of what a leader is um uh, just just so you know a leader is nothing is a leader is nothing but somebody who has influence in some situation that's all a leader is um so let me you know say that at the that's the base level when we talk about a leader a leader doesn't know all the answers a leader isn't a person who's perfect a leader isn't somebody who was born a leader. Um, a leader isn't somebody who has everything figured out or has um, uh, proficiency in whatever thing that they're doing, and that's why they're the leader. Uh, a lot of times those people, uh, a leader isn't the loudest person in the room either. So a lot of times um, we get a lot of misconceptions about what leadership is. Um, and so I, I want to talk about a side of this because I do – um, I do think that everybody that, that made an attempt to be in this room, or if you're listening to this message right now, there is, um, there is not only a leader in you, uh, you're already a leader because you want to get better, and you want to be better, and you want to uh, have your life um, be larger than it is right now. And so uh, that's already happening for you. So you don't need anybody to knight you. You already are a leader because of what you're doing right now in this moment, listening or in the room. Um, so this uh, message or this uh, this verse that um, that I've been thinking about is Psalms 19:14, uh, and I pray this uh, every time that I put Watson down to bed. I pray this. Uh, scripture uh, with his nighttime prayer. He has no idea what I'm saying, um, but uh, he will get it uh, eventually, and he'll understand it eventually. Um, But I'm praying that this is happening even when he doesn't uh, capture all the words that um, God's Spirit is capturing him and um, working in him. And so uh, this verse says, May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart Be pleasing to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. I've been thinking a lot about that start of that verse and that statement, that the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart. What do I say and what do I think? And do they please God? The words that I say, do they please the Lord? The thoughts that I think, do they please the Lord? If I'm going to put myself on uh, a little bit of an x-ray machine at this moment, I would say most, uh, a lot of times I would be like, I don't know if those things please the Lord. I want them to. 
So I totally get what the psalmist is saying here. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing to you. Because I get that those two things are a big fight. Because sometimes I say things that I just wish I didn't say. Sometimes I think things that I just wish I didn't think. Sometimes I, I get into a mode where, um, I, like, I don't know if you ever get into a rabbit hole of thought where one bad thought seems to really quickly encourage another bad thought to come and where then it feels like it's that downward spiral to where you're getting to the bottom of something and you're like, how did I even get here? Why do I even? And now these thoughts have um, become so, uh, so rampant in your mind that they're starting to affect your emotions. And so now because of the things you're thinking, now you're starting to feel things. And now because you're starting to feel things, when you start feeling things, then you start acting out because of the feelings. And now you're doing things that you wish you wouldn't be doing, all because they started with some of these thoughts that weren't right. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of my, because words, if I stop from the thoughts for a second, go back to words, words count. Words count. They, and they matter, and they mean things, and even sometimes we uh, fire off a bunch of them, but they go down deep into somebody else's heart. You wish they didn't, but they do. So may the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing to you. What I say and what I think, God, will you help me make them pleasing to you. So um, a lot of what you say and what you think really has a lot to do with the people around you. What you say and what you think has a lot to do with the company that you keep. What you say and what you think has a lot to do with the different friends that you have in your life. What you say and what you think has a lot to do with the people you're connected to the most. I, I don't know how many different times I could say it. I just want to say it so you really, really understand it. The people that you have in your life really affect the words you say, and they really affect the way you think, especially over time. So deep friendships really matter with what you think and how you talk. So, so things that have been around, people that have been around you a while, you've all heard that statement, show me your friends, I'll show you your future. Show me your friends, I'll show you your future. This, this is true. It does matter, the people that you have around you. Uh, we are not um, meant to live in isolation. But, um, and, and God has said, it's not good for you to be alone, okay? So we get this. This is, this is uh, in Genesis. This is start. It's not good for you to be alone. So we're supposed to be in relationship. But uh, it, it really does matter the different people that we keep in our life and that we, um, and that we have in our life. And it really matters in, in, in context of what we say and what we think. And so if we really want to please God with what we say and what we think, it does matter the company that we keep. Yeah. 
It does matter the people that we have in our life. And so not everyone who is good to you is good for you. Not everybody who is good to you is good for you. Because sometimes we choose people that are good to us because we think, oh, because they're good to me, they're good for me. Not true. That's not always true. Saul was good to David. Saul was not good for David. There were moments where Saul did a lot of bad stuff to David. We, we, we know that. But there was moments where Saul did a lot of good things for David. And if David didn't realize in those moments that Saul was like, I was just reading this today. Where uh, Saul was asking Jonathan, where's David at the, at the, at the seat of the table? He's asking him, because they're eating this big, fancy meal. And Jonathan, uh, David was like, I'm hiding out in the field, okay, Jonathan? And so tell your dad that I went home to Bethlehem, and we'll just see what's going on, because I do not trust that man, because he's, he's hurled a spear at David twice. You know, so that's a pretty good indication that this is not good for me. And so David's hiding out, and Jonathan, um, and Saul's like, Where, where's, where's David? And Jonathan's like, well, he had to go home to Bethlehem. And, and Saul screams at him, Jonathan, you son of a whore. Bring David to me so I can kill him. Set this to his son. Like, like just immediately switched in a moment. So we've got to understand in our relationships, who, who are the people in our relationship? They might be good to us sometimes, but they're not always good for us. And you've got to understand the differences of those relationships in regards to, this is going to affect how I think, this is going to affect how I talk, this is going to affect how I live. And I'm not trying, I, I'm not trying to make enemies of people, okay, but there has to be a moment where you understand this is just isn't good for me. I'm, you know, because God does. Of course, God loves everyone, and of course, God wants to bring everyone into His kingdom. But there are some times where we've got to understand this relationship just isn't good. I saw this from um, a pastor, um, Pastor Kevin Gerald, uh, and I thought it was so good. So I just wrote this down real quick. Um, he said, you got to understand the four different, uh, uh, these are four different types of people in your life. Um, uh, and he, he just used math, to, so I thought it was so good. He was like, there are subtractors, and these are the people that take strength from you every single time. Every time you meet with these people, they always take strength from you. These are subtractors. Uh the, and you got to understand that this is a part of a relationship. So if you have subtractors, only subtractors in your life, guess what? You're going to get weaker and weaker and weaker and weaker because everybody's going to look 
to you and say, they're the ones that I need to go and have a conversation with because they're going to help me. And they keep taking life from you over and over and over and over again. And then also you're starting to create, you're starting to create yourself to look like you are God instead of teaching them to go to God themselves. And so they start coming to you with every single problem all the time. And you start ghosting them because you're like, I don't want to hear this phone call again. I don't want to see this text message again uh, because they're subtractors and they keep taking and taking and taking and taking and taking from you. But some of us think we have this like God complex that we think, well, I'm supposed to be there for them and I'm supposed to be the person that's supposed to answer every question. No, you're not. You are not God. You are not their savior. You are not Jesus. You're the person that's supposed to lead them to Jesus and help them. And if they can't see that they're supposed to have a relationship with God on their own, not not just on their own, but understand that God can give them stuff and not just go to another person to take their strength, then all of a sudden you're, you're becoming somebody that you can't be for them. And you have people in your life that just, and, and you wonder why great leaders sometimes get so run down and get burned out. It might be because they have only have subtractors in their life. Uh, the next ones are dividers. They separate you from the right people. Dividers are the people who come and start talking to you and say, well, did they really mean that? I don't know if I could trust those people. I don't know if I'd trust those. It happens in, it starts happening in junior high. You have, friend, you have friends who start talking to you about other friends. And they're like, they don't really mean that. You, you should be friends with me. It just starts in junior high and it just never stops. Uh, dividers are, you always can tell a divider when they're always so quick to jump on bashing somebody in authority. You can always tell, oh, you might be a divider. You want to know somebody who's not a divider? Somebody who has an opportunity to bash somebody in authority because somebody in authority showed their butt and was an idiot. And then that person doesn't take the bait and says, hey, Listen, I, I'm not, I'm not going to jump into that conversation right there. I understand that everybody makes mistakes, and I understand it's easy to take pot shots at people that are at the top. So let's just not, let's just either pray for them or just shut our mouths about it. That's when you know somebody who's not a divider. But somebody who's immediately like, oh, my gosh, you, you believe that? Well, you just can't trust anybody anymore. And you know what? You can't trust these people anymore. And you just, I don't know what they're doing with this thing. And you know what? And it's not just that you can't ask questions because you can ask questions. There's nothing wrong with asking questions. But there's a difference between asking questions and being questioning. And then there's another uh, step that you take from questioning to then you just shovel accusations. There's a complete difference in those three things. And so you've got to understand it's so important that you don't have a bunch of dividers in your life because that will affect how you talk and how you think all the time in your life. But then there's also people that are adders. These are people that encourage you. Um, and they, they make you better. So please don't push adders away. And um, as, uh, well, you're just saying nice things. I don't want to hear you anymore. Um, 
our our world is so um, dysfunctional when it comes to encouragement that you actually there are people that actually think you're being insincere when you encourage them. And the only way that they think you're being real with them is if you're mean to them. Oh, now they're now they're really saying the real. Uh, okay. Yeah, there might be some stuff that are hard conversations that you have to have the, that are hard, and you have to talk about stuff that might be a little uncomfortable. But what about when somebody starts actually seeing who you could be in the future? and seeing little pieces of that right now, and they want to call that out, and they want to encourage that, and you push it away. I want adders in my life, because I got too many mind monsters that keep telling me that, Ben, you're, never, you, you're not good enough. Ben, you can never be that kind of leader. Ben, you've messed up so many times before. You've said the wrong things at the wrong time. Ben, you haven't done it like this. I need adders in my life. I need them to encourage me and to help me to see the truth of uh, what God actually thinks about me and what God actually says to me so I can say the right things and then I can think the right things. I need adders in my life. And then there's uh, multipliers. Multipliers provide resources for you and unite you with others for a common purpose. Multipliers are the ones that aren't afraid of getting you connected to other great people. Multipliers are the ones that are like, hey, let's, 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 let's get a group. Let's, let's, come on, let's, let's do this and let's do that. And I think when it comes down to it, um, all of us want to be multipliers. All, all of us really do want to be those people that can um, gather other people around and, 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 um, and help. So, so let me say a couple of things real quick about multipliers and then we'll, um, and then we'll be done. Uh, and, and some of you maybe have heard this before. Uh, these three things will help you be a multiplier as you talk to other people as you're uh, maybe in a leadership role, uh, these things will help you say the right things. These things will help you be a multiplier. Um, one of them is this. Uh, you, need, you need to really know somebody to lead them. Uh, and I'm not saying just know their name. You want to help somebody? Really care about them. Like, for real care. Like, not just like, oh, hey, I'm so glad that you're here on First Impressions team, Johnny. I don't know. I'm just using your word, um, name. Uh, uh, so glad that you're here, um, Wilbur. <laughs> I, I don't know another name. But, you know, like, <laughs> we're glad you're here. You know, it's a, an awesome, okay, be, but do you know, like, Wilbur's life? Poor Wilbur. <laughs> it's a terrible name. Uh, I know, but then we have a Johnny. So I was like, I didn't want him to feel like I was talking about him. Uh, and so, uh, you know, like, but I, I just want to let you know in leadership, like, really knowing 
somebody's life, not just knowing their name, but knowing uh, what they like, what they dislike, what's going on in their family's life, what, what things are they um, uh, going through right now, what stuff is really weighing on their heart and their life. You need to, people need to be known. They, you just can't know their name. You got to know their story and you got to know who they are. And as a multiplier, if you want to be a multiplier and a leader in, in that kind of way, you need to know people. Like, um, you really need to, uh, like, be able to speak to uh, those, uh, speak to uh, who they are and, um, and not just think that they're okay. Because everybody fakes on Sunday, just so you know. Every, everybody does. Like, they come in. And, and they'll give you the they'll give you smiles and stuff. And as leaders, you've got to be like have your antenna up to be like, I need to get past that uh, whatever church thing you got up going, <laughs> so I can so I can get to the top, you know, the stuff. Because then then you get to know people. Then you get to like really like oh that and that then when you get to know people and they feel like they're known and they're seen that's when they start opening up to you, and also it helps you uh, because then you can kind of like get to some stuff before it becomes some, some stuff. As as uh, this is um, it's great for parents because you want to like if you're a parent with a kid you want to know stuff um, that's happening in their life before they get down the road. To like some real bad stuff, and so um, uh, you, you want to. What we say in um, uh, in church all the time, we say believe the best, right? It's a great. I, I think it's so good, because who wants to believe the worst in people? Like, you know, like don't don't do that. It's 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 so sad for you and the person when you start believing the worst. And we really want to believe the best in people that people can rise to the occasion. But I want to offer up a caveat to this in leadership that's really important. Believe the best, but double-check heart. Believe the best, but, but double-check. There's nothing wrong with believing the best, and uh, you can, but, but double-check heart. Go back and, and see how uh, people are doing. See how they're going. Uh, this is a great tool for uh, either kind of social media or... Um, uh, just times that you can spend with people, phone calls, text messages, all of those things. Just you're always checking it because you want to know them. You really, you really want to know them. Um, uh, the next thing is, um, do you let people know what they do matters? That's really important. Let them know what they do matters. It's a great way to be a multiplier in somebody's life. Let them know what they do matters. Um, I was uh, Sunday walking by um, kids check-in, and um, it was Brittany, and I forget the other person who was standing next to her. Ashton, yes. Listen, I walked by that, and they were... Like bubbly, bouncy, smiley, jumpy, loudy, pointy, the, the whole the whole thing. I was just like, and they're like, hey! And I was like, whoa! Listen, I don't have a kid, but if I did have a kid with me right now, I'd just throw him in there. Because this seems like the funnest thing 
of all time. And then I just stopped and I looked at him and I said, I, I want you to know that if um, a new family walked in here feel, and kids feeling a little bit like, I don't know about all this, you guys are really, uh, really tearing down any kind of walls of I don't want to be in kids. I was like, way to go. And I, and I wanted them to know that because sometimes you just don't know what you're doing matters. And it, it, and it, and it matters. It, it, matters uh, it matters, Joe, that you care so much about our sound. It matters. Like that, that you don't know. Like the weird thoughts that I have in the middle of the night that I that I and I start thinking, what about this thing and what about and what do we, what we do with it? But it's such a blessing to know that you call Randall and you're like, hey, this is what I've been thinking. I've been working on this. That's a huge thing. Like it matters. And like when we start letting other people know, like what they do matters. And like it matters, Clayton, that you take pictures on Sunday. Like it matters. Like, in you serving and you, like, those things really, really matter because people are looking for churches. And when people look for a church, they, they look on our website and on our social media. And if it looks booty, they'll be like, mm, next. Because people, because people, just, they're, they're quick with a swipe, you know? They're quick with a scroll, you know? <laughs> like, and they're just like, okay, I'm just going on. And, and so it really matters. That is something that, 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 that matters to all of us. And I could go down the line of everybody in this room. Um, and, um, but I'm not going to uh, because i got to shut up. But um, I just, if we don't let people know those things, very quickly what they start thinking and what they start saying are things like, well, it doesn't really matter. I just can back off. I'm replaceable. You know, I, I don't need to. All of a sudden, all the, all the stuff that God has been pouring into their life because they're serving and they're getting changed. I'm, I'm thinking of, about a couple right now that, that they started serving um, and they're greeting. And they've been consistently greeting for like four months or something like that. Um, both services. And I don't know what happened. But they used to kind of sit in the back and kind of just were real quiet and kind of wouldn't look at me in the face that much, you know, and just, and they were wonderful. There's nothing wrong. And, you know, just now they're like, hey, oh, this is great today. This is all. I mean, something has changed in them because something changes in you when you serve. I, and I don't know all the intricacies of it. All I know that is when you start serving, God does work on you that you just never thought was going to happen. Like it's just, there's just stuff that happens. And so we got to let people know that. We got to let people know what they do matters. And then the last, last thing is um, you got to let people um, know when they win. It would be so maddening to give your heart and soul and to run and run and run and every, and then somebody's like oh the touchdown line is way over here you were running the wrong way well, why didn't anybody let me know that you got to let people know like what's a win
what like and 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 let people know when they did a good job and what they did and how we want that uh uh happening more and more and more this hey become a multiplier this is this is um when you start letting people uh when you start really knowing people when you start letting them see what they do matters and then you just show them hey here's the touchdown line hit it every time people will do it and then they'll look at you and say that's a multiplier that i want in my life and then as we have as we have that what happens in our church because we have more multipliers guess what happens in our church more people in our church start start thinking things that please god more and start saying things that please god more Hey church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.